Good day, everyone. My name is Andrew Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. In today's session, I would like to talk to you about agile finance, total quality management, and how do we bring these two together in your pre-scene. For that, I'm joined by Mary Jane Rodriguez. For the past two years, Oracle has partnered with American Institute of CPAs, AICPA, and the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants, CIMA, to conduct research on how finance can navigate successfully through today's economic uncertainty and create value in the digital age. They did an extensive survey of 483 senior executives in large businesses across USA and Canada. And what they tried to find out was how finance professionals can adapt and survive when new digital technologies are threatening the future of knowledge work. And what does finance have to do to remain relevant, to empower the CFO and to enable a business to become agile. In conclusion, they've identified a new operating model for modern finance consisting of the following attributes that enable CFOs and their teams to drive greater business agility. Empowered by cloud and digital technologies like robotic process automation and machine learning, the ever-improving accounting services and efficiency delivered by these teams are driving highly significant business improvement. The second, the ability to unleash the potential in big data analytics and artificial intelligence. Doing so stretches the financial planning and analysis role beyond recognition into a powerhouse that generates the insights Organizations need to develop innovative strategies and achieve performance levels that eclipse the competition. The third, new skill sets in statistical data analysis, data visualization and business partnering to support rapid decision making and performance management. Now let us look at this agile finance and TQM. Total quality management deals with continuous improvement, getting it right the first time. And this particular topic has been examined in 2015, 2016, as well as 2017. Therefore, we've got Mary Jane to talk to you a little bit about TQM and also look at a question and answer. Over to you, Mary Jane. Thank you. A little bit of background P2 knowledge is that in our studies of the TQM, we have also learned about the other terminologies that relate back to TQM. These are just-in-time, theory of constraints, Kaizen costing, continuous improvements, cost of quality, and process reengineering. Now, we should be able to also identify what these other terminologies are and how they relate back to the TQM. But our focus for today is the TQM, and that is getting it right the first time. So what is total quality management? We talk about total, and that would mean that 
Everybody in the company is involved in this philosophy. They buy into this culture, be it an employee, management. We even include suppliers and customers, and everybody in the supply chain must believe that this is the way to go. Total also means that this happens at every stage. It is from start to finish. It is not just the production process or the manufacturing process. It's from the get-go, from the planning of the product until you produce the final product and you offer it to the customer. And even at the customer end, when you give it to the customer, this involves every single stage. Our second word, quality. Quality involves being that products and services are meeting customer needs. Now, there's a little bit of, I think, technicality when we look at quality. What we believe as quality on our products and services might not be quality uh, in the customer's eyes. So what we should do is we need to make sure that what we are putting in into our products and services is actually what the customers want. Nothing is actually far worse to try and find out in the end that after you have spent all this time and cost trying to improve your products and services only to find out in the end that this this is not what the customers want. This is not what the customers need. So we need to ensure that what we put in is what the customers are wanting. Our third word is management. Now management would mean that it is not controlled. It is more managed. So there is more of a preventative measure happening. How they do it in TQM is they try to identify problems before it actually happens. They can see problems might come up up ahead and they try to put in measures to try and prevent the process from going into that problem or going into that issue. The belief here and the logic is that it costs more to repair something and it costs less to prevent something. There's a little bit more background P2 knowledge that we'd like to cover. And as I mentioned, TQM is a philosophy. It is embedded in the whole organization. It's in every activity. And it encourages continuous improvement because change is always good in TQM's world. It involves preventing errors before they actually occur. And the total quality in the design, in the products, in the services, and the system. TQM gives everybody the responsibility for the quality at every stage of the production from start to finish. So the benefits of TQM is that it improves the quality of the product and the services. That's a given. There's some cost savings because TQM's philosophy is zero defects. So you try and reduce the waste that happens during production. There's also increased productivity as people or employees buy into this philosophy they know that they are working towards a, a achieving a goal for for the business. Another benefit is that because we have a better product or better service, we ultimately will then gain greater market share. Some of the limitations of TQM is that it is very time consuming. It's not a quick fix. Okay, it's not something where. <laughs> We there's a failure in the business, and this will cure everything and uh, everything every single problem of the business. This is not that. It's not a magic pill. 
it's costly. There are capital costs involved. There are training costs involved. And also it requires high quality change management because you buy into this continuous improvement. And so change always happens. And whenever change happens, it needs to be managed properly. So next up, we have our sample question about TQM. So Amber Lees has emailed you the following. I have just come from a board meeting. The directors are in a reflective mood. They are keen to look ahead to the future of the FOSSC. The board believes that quality and availability of service are important aspects to our accomplishments at the FOSSC. The board recognizes the need to establish a culture of TQM within it. Please draft me a paper that discusses TQM and how the FOSSC can invest in it. As with any question, I urge you to uh, write an answer plan prior to actually attempting the question. We normally would pick out the text, build our responses around the requirements, write down five to six points for each requirement, and then list down any kind of keywords or theories that we may want to use. So for this question, I've decided to put in my answer plan and I was going to try and do a bit of an intro to TQM and talk a little bit about the cost of quality uh, some of the measures or uh, investment that I'd like to put in into TQM, I would say maybe staff training and making sure that um, we are responsive to the needs of the subsidiary. And in the end, I would talk a little bit about continuous improvement because this is part of TQM. So my answer would look something like this. I start off and talk about TQM's intro, and I say TQM is a management philosophy uh, whereby quality is placed at the heart of the organization's thinking and activities. The view is that the quality experience of the customer, uh, this could be internal and external, all right, uh, should be one of excellence. The organization should strive for continuous improvement in the quality that it delivers, and the ultimate aim or goal is achieving zero defect in this quality. Then I talk a little bit about the cost of the quality. You know, uh, we incur costs in order to improve the quality. However, in TQM, this expenditure or cost should be viewed as an investment rather than anything else because this yields exponential future benefits for the company or for the organization rather than just something uh, like a cost to be minimized. By investing in TQM, the FOSSC can improve Norton's group's experience of the shared services that the FOSSC actually offers. So like I mentioned, I was going to talk about training of employees, and I note here I say the FOSSC could provide its employees with training in the technical aspects of their jobs, be it accounting, payroll, other things, right, as well as in customer care, because ultimately the Shared Service Center is a service industry organization. We are customer-facing. Our customers are just internal. It's Norton. Even though the Norton Group is an internal customer, they still require the best service possible from an internal service provider such as the FOSSC. By the training, Norton would receive better service, not only technically, but also from a customer care perspective. This may lead to fewer complaints and better customer satisfaction. Next up, I spoke a little bit about being responsive to the needs. And I say here with TQM, the FOSSC would need to become more responsive to the needs of Norton subsidiaries. For example, 
by allocating suitable and qualified staff, uh, qualified accountants, to cater for their budgetary and management reporting needs. The FOSSC may also lend its expertise in matters of payroll and project management because those are some of the shared services that we offer to the Northern Group. The FOSSC should also seek continuous improvement in all its activities, processes, and employees. We must aim to meet, if not exceed, the service quality requirements demanded by the Northern subsidiaries. We should never be just satisfied with what we have, with the current techniques that we are using and the way that things are. Change is necessary if we are to evolve into a much better successful shared service center. Thank you, Mary Jane. Hope you found that session useful. I look forward to you join me again in my next podcast. This is Angie Dialvis for Ultimate Access. Thank you.